Hey everyone, this is Chris. In honor of Mother's Day, I would like to share a poem that I wrote that um, was going to serve as the introduction to a book that I was working on for the better part of a year. It is unfinished, but I do hope to finish it at some point. I had to set it aside for a while. Uh, So this poem is about parenting kids who have big feelings, big motors, high energy kids, kids with that seek sensory input. Uh, I'll tell you a little about my, my son, my, I have three children and my middle child, um, has some sensory issues. So when he was a toddler, he would smash and bash and hit and jump and knock things over. And he couldn't handle being laid on his back for diapers. He would just kick and kick and kick and kick. He wasn't a biter of people, but he would bite other things. So we couldn't give him books, for instance, because he would bite the spine off of books. The way that it was explained to me was if a normal squeeze, like a regular hug, what that would feel like to most of us might feel like a feather tickling him. And without greater impact and input on his muscles and bones and joints, it's as if his body and mind felt like he was floating around in space. So he would knock into walls and push his brother over and kick us and um, smash things and bash things and he would need to climb and jump from high places and to feel the impact on his body so that he could get that input so that he could feel grounded and there's a lot more to it than that but I was thinking with this pandemic that if I had been at home with him um, and not able to go to parks and not able to go to occupational therapy and parenting, and trying to be the therapist at home, and not getting relief, I would have lost my mind. Quite literally, I would have lost my mind. Because even with all the support that we had back then, when we finally met the right people, and were tuned into the right therapists, and people who could actually give us the assistance and the guidance that we needed... Even with the support, we were still losing our minds. We weren't sleeping because he couldn't sleep. He was waking up every two hours up until the time he was around five. Uh, So lack of sleep and then in addition to trying to maintain a home routine of sensory input. And it just was so overwhelming and also excruciating because it was combined with the self-judgment that goes along with any parent wanting to do what's best for their kid when you feel like you can't help them because you don't know how they need help and how helpless that makes us feel because we're supposed to be the ones that know. So I'm having this feeling right now of just immense compassion for the parents that are at home with their young kids or kids of any age really who have special needs, who need the routines, who need the therapy, who need the contact, 
who need to go to parks and who have caretakers or parents who also need those things for their mental health. And right now, so much is cut off and limited that it's hard to find those things. So long story short, my heart is just filling with compassion for you. And I wanted to share what originally I had written, thinking it would be in the introduction to a book. I was thinking of writing a book about uh, parenting kids with special needs. And um, it's a poem of sorts, just honoring the experience of our kids and honoring the experience of those of us who raise them. For those who have high energy kids, which, you know, to say that my seven-year-old was a high energy kid is like the understatement of the century. (laughs) And I think you'll see what I mean. If you have a kid who is high energy, you know exactly what I'm talking about. So I'm just going to read it. Uh, to you now. So who is this poem about? The high energy kids, the rascals, the handfuls, the touch everything kids who drag hands along grocery shelves, dump entire baskets of marbles and Legos in play areas, and unroll reams of toilet paper out across the living room. These are the spirited, strong-willed, exhaustive, exhausting spitfires. The kids with big feelings and bigger motors, who scream what they feel and kick when they're mad, who cannot stand being held in one spot or told what to do. These are the sprinters, future athletes, the ones who outrun their babysitters, who see a bookshelf and think, I can climb that, see a bike and think, I can ride with no feet or hands with my eyes closed. The kids who hop onto any bed, anytime, thinking, triple backflip. These are the brilliant, the adventurers, the ones who lose sight of you at the park, don't give a shit, and keep right on going in search of the tallest tree to climb, and then climb to the top, 30 feet up. Can't get down. The ones who cause the target lockdown because they ran from you without a care, and they do not come when called. They do not answer. These are the confident, the innovators, the ones who build pretend cities with kitchen utensils and sanitary pads, who tear down window treatments, take apart breast pumps, lean down on open drawers until they break. These are the hedonists, who empty cabinets looking for candy. They are the popsicle eaters, gum swallowers, lollipop stealers, who use their bodies like machines, plowing, racing, jackhammering, everything in their path, seeking mud and puddles and rocks. These are the inventors, grabbing boxes out of the recycling bin to transform, seeing every object as a tool, every tool as a power that belongs to them. These are the openers, the lock pickers, the gate stormers, the ones who pop childproof lids, bust through safety locks, and tear down their play yards. These kids are the independent thinkers, the ones with their pants on backwards, happy with it, don't have time for shoes. The ones with great big diesel engines who don't sleep more than a couple hours at night and wake before dawn racing for the muddiest parts of the yard. These are the titans. Are you tired yet? Parenting, teaching, babysitting, grandparenting these titans? I'm tired just writing it. Living it is a whole nother thing. If you are the parent of a young child with big feelings, big spirit who seeks sensory input, 
I can make a pretty good guess that you've never been so busy in your entire life. When they started crawling, you stopped sitting down. When they started walking, you started running after them and you haven't stopped since. What does it take to raise a Titan, to be a resource for them, a lighthouse, caretaker, therapist, nurse, and storyteller? See if this sounds familiar. You are the stressed, the proud, the sleep deprived. You have a Cheerio in your hair, an oatmeal on your pants. You don't wear fancy shoes. You have moved breakables into storage and covered every corner of every table in every room of your home with padding. You have locked cabinets and drawers, removed tall furniture and artwork, nailed everything else to the wall. You've thrown away books because spines have been gnawed on and pages torn out. And you've given away pack and plays cribs and baby gates because they cannot contain your child. You can sit, but only for a second. You can sleep, but only for a couple hours at a time. You are bruised from being hit and kicked by tiny arms and legs. You are bursting with love. You are strong and patient and forgiving, impressed and baffled every day. You eat standing up, hunched over a paper plate, and you prefer online shopping because stores are too stressful. Your kid breaks out of any shopping cart, belted or not. You're wearing the same shirt, same socks, same athleisure pants you wore yesterday because you need to lay down at 10 p.m., not do laundry. You don't host family get-togethers, don't bring your kid into others' homes, don't go to family restaurants. You have reward charts taped to your walls, candy hidden for bribing, and bags under your eyes. You are loving harder, bigger, wider, redefining normal, stretching it to make it yours. You are stepping on Legos and beads, hunting for stuffed animals in the middle of the night. You are clung to and breathed on in your sleep, never alone and perpetually lonely, wishing for respite. You are loved, ferociously, fiercely, sought out above anyone else. Peppered with nonstop questions, inventive thoughts, and ideas, you are craving silence and solutions. You're needed and necessary, the teacher and student, in over your head and right where you belong, seeking, experimenting, reading, discovering, You sneak chocolate and beer after dark, hide in the bathroom and cry in the shower. You feel empowered and powerless every day and are wondering about failure and are celebrating small successes, a hug, a moment of cooperation, and ask for permission. You scour the internet, seek out sandboxes and ninja classes, buy more band-aids and pray for naps. You're thinking about the future, about what you are sacrificing, about who you are becoming, what you are fostering, about what could be wrong and what you might be getting right. You are blessed, scared, and beyond exhausted. You're raising a titan. So pat yourself on the back. You've gotten this far without crumbling into a permanent fetal position with a bag of Doritos and a bottle of tequila. And if that is what happens some days, so be it. You rock, you persevere, you have chosen your child, their wild spirit for a reason, and you better believe they have chosen you. Happy Mother's Day, everybody. Do something nice for yourself. And if you want to wish me a happy Mother's Day, please go to patreon.com backslash solving everything and, uh, 
you can become a member there and you'll get updates on my other podcast, Solving Everything. I put some songs up there. I'll probably throw some poems up there as the months go by and, uh, and uh, whatever updates are happening with Growing Beyond as it evolves, as it evolves. Give me feedback at, well, you can ha- use two different emails, Podjectivity at gmail.com or hello at chriskadams.com. I spell my name with a K. Take care, everybody. 